Friends and family, thank you for joining me. First, some good news. Our story this week focuses on Ms. Shirley Rains and her Beauty to the Streets organization. I first picked this story up from CNN Heroes. This article was written by Allie Torgan and is titled, This CNN Hero Offers Skid Row's Homeless Food and Hope, But She Also Brings Beauty to the Streets. That led me to check out the Beauty to the Streets website, which is beauty, spelled out, to, the number two, the streets, with a Z at the end of streets, dot org. And I love what Shirley and her organization is doing. First, they're providing meals to the homeless population in Skid Row in Los Angeles. But they're also working to humanize the people there, provide them with a sense of dignity by providing showers, washing and coloring hair, doing makeup, providing wigs. That might seem like an insignificant thing to some, but I think one of the most powerful things we can do is humanize people. Provide them with a sense of dignity. And it's sadly too easy to dehumanize people right now. Whether it's homeless people on the street that we walk by and ignore. Whether it's cruel comments made online because we're separated by a screen, it's easy to dehumanize people. And there's so much to be said for just giving people a sense of dignity. And there's also something to be said for empowering people by helping them look how they want to look, feel how they want to feel, just boosting their self-confidence a little bit. So I like what they're doing with Beauty to the Streets. Check out their website and everything that they've got going on. This is Family Time 76, and this week we're doing empathy interviews. As we move towards social awareness, we're focusing on other people's backgrounds, trying to get to understand other people. And I've said this many times before, I will say it many times after this, but I believe empathy is the highest of human potential and the greatest of human pursuits because we're never fully able to understand what someone else is feeling, how they're thinking, because we don't have their experiences and their backgrounds. But we should be working to understand others. That's what we're trying to do this week. We've done interviews in the past, and they've been great. Because we talk about having a conversation for understanding. So many of the conversations we have in our day-to-day -day lives are very surface level. And I want to encourage you to dig a little deeper and really try to know someone. 
And I'm going to challenge you a little bit more this week because I want you to try to get to know someone who, from your perspective, has a different background than you. Now, that can be something like someone who is of a different race or ethnicity, religious background, sexual orientation than you. But it could also be someone who is of a different age group than you, of a different generation. Could be someone who participates in different activities than you. But I want you to have a conversation with this person. And I want you to discuss how your different backgrounds might impact your perspectives. Maybe it's just talking to one of your friends and really asking questions about how they grew up, what their experiences were like as a child. We all have different backgrounds, but I want you to sort of seek out something that is different between the two of you and have a conversation. And understand, we're not trying to put our thoughts or beliefs or values onto the other person. We're trying to have a conversation for understanding. Because that's something we could use a lot more of in this world. And it's something that I think needs to really be taught explicitly and addressed in our educational settings. How do we have meaningful conversations where we get to know other people. And that doesn't mean acquiescing or giving up our beliefs when we maybe find different opinions on things. But it does mean trying to understand the other side. I know for me, I've grown so much and learned so much and by my perspective, become a better person when I have meaningful conversations with people who have different experiences and backgrounds than I have. Because I learn a little bit more about the world and I learn more about myself. It lets me question things that I've believed or behaviors that I've had and allowed me to consider why I behave that way or why I believe that thing. And in some cases, it's made me adjust my perspective. And in other ways, it's helped me solidify the things I already felt were true about myself and my feelings and my beliefs. So this is a powerful exercise. I want you to get to know someone else, ask them some questions about their backgrounds, their thoughts, their feelings, and you'll probably find that you're more alike than different. That always seems to be the experience that I have. Is sometimes we feel like we need to ignore our differences. We need to pretend like we don't have different experiences. But I think it's better to recognize accept and embrace our differences while also understanding that we are so similar in the most important ways. 
we all have hopes and dreams and feelings and desires. Those are the things that make us human. And those are the things that should unite us and connect us, even if we choose to express them in different ways. Even if our backgrounds and experiences have maybe impacted our beliefs and behaviors in different ways. So get to know someone this week. Have a great week. Much love. My blog post this week is called Adventure. Here's the story. So recently where I live, we had some bad thunderstorms. My kids and I were home. It was a Friday night. We had been up at the school for our high school football game that I coach. And the game had been delayed. Then it got postponed to the next day because the weather was coming in. So we got home. We're hanging out, watching cartoons. It was pouring rain. We got, I don't know, something like 10 or 12 inches of rain, depending on who you talk to throughout the course of the storm. So it's pouring rain. We're just hanging out inside, though, watching cartoons, riding out the weather. And it was time for the kids to get ready for bed. So I went upstairs with my son, Mickey. I'm just talking to him, and then my daughter, Claire, yells from downstairs that she thought someone was ringing the doorbell. My initial thought is, who's going to be ringing the doorbell at, this is about 10 o'clock at night, in the middle of a thunderstorm? So I come downstairs, I see the light from flashlights moving around out in front of my house. So I'm like, okay, I go answer the front door. It's one of our local police officers and my neighbor from across the street informing me that a tree had just fallen down on my Jeep. I didn't hear it. So I go to the back door where my vehicles are parked behind the house and I've got a separate garage and there's this big old established maple tree that kind of split off into the trunk sort of split into two and half of this tree had fallen down onto both of my vehicles this jeep patriot and a pickup truck and it fell onto both and clipped my garage no neither of my vehicles were in the garage but uh this lands the bulk of the weight on my Jeep, and the Jeep is crushed. It's evident right away. It lands on the roof and on the hood, crushing it, pinning it down to the muddy ground. And it also hit my truck and part of my garage. There's a power line that runs from the house to the garage that's downed by the tree. There's standing water in the yard because the rain is coming down in buckets. So the excitement begins. The kids are now downstairs in the kitchen. I'm going out the back door, avoiding, of course, the power line and tromping through the water. And I'm trying to salvage what I can from the vehicles. It's broken out windows in both vehicles. So I'm climbing. The doors are pinned down by branches. So I'm climbing through broken passenger side windows, scooping things out of 
center consoles and out of the glove compartments, trying to grab anything that the kids and I have left in the vehicles. I'm bringing them into the kitchen and just dropping them off. I'm throwing things in plastic bags and I'm dropping them down. There's glass all over. And the kids are concerned. My daughter is immediately, she wants to help and I'm just trying to keep them in the kitchen so they stay safe. And Claire's trying to bring me shirts because I'm, I was shaking actually at that point. I'm soaked all the way through and it's cold and I'm bouncing back and forth. So she's trying to bring me more clothes to put on and she's trying to pick glass off of my shirt. And my son, who is often very practical, is immediately concerned about both vehicles being destroyed. And he asks if we're going to be okay for money with the vehicle's wreck. So uh, I'm making these trips back and forth, but I'm pausing to try to calm everyone down and explain to my son insurance and that we'll be okay. And it would be a lot worse if the tree had fallen the other way because it would have came through the roof of our house and we'd be dealing with a much bigger problem right now, but everything is okay in the house and the house was still dry in the basement and we're still safe and together and that it really wasn't a big deal. It was all going to be okay. And after calming down a bit, and I'm still running in and out, then my son, who'd sort of collected himself, said, well, I guess we've got another adventure. And that really made me smile, and that made me pause for a moment, because that's how I like to frame things. We talk about adventures all the time. And a lot of our adventures are fun. They're planned activities. We like to adventure together. It's my kids and me. And we'll do something like go for a 3,000-mile road trip. Fly somewhere to visit friends. Go to a New Year's Eve concert at the Grand Ole Opry, sort of on a whim. We love to do stuff like that, and we call those things adventures. But when things don't go well and we face challenges or things don't go as planned, I also call those things adventures. Because it all depends on how we want to frame things. Life is all about our perspective. So things can be challenges, they can be problems, they can be hardships, or they can be just another type of adventure. My kids and I have had a lot of those adventures together too. I mean, we're a family of divorce. There's a lot of challenges that come with that, especially for young children. But we can view those things as an adventure. View those view some of those challenges as things that we just have to get through together. Because a great adventure, a great story has obstacles. That's what makes it an adventure. We've now, my kids and I have lived in our house where our family lived together, and then we've lived in two other houses now at this point, all of which we've remodeled and worked on together. On more than one occasion, my kids and I have slept 
all in one room on the floor while we've been remodeling a house. That too is an adventure. (laughs) It might be a hassle sometimes, but it's all part of the adventure. So that's how we frame things. And I love that my son brought that up in that moment because that was sort of, from my perspective, his way of reminding himself that we always talk about our adventures and we've been through a lot of things together and we'll continue to go on adventures together. Some planned and some unplanned. But this is all one big adventure. So go out into the world. Do the things you want to do. Understand that there will be challenges and obstacles, but that's what makes a great adventure. This week's podcast is brought to you by waking up and realizing you don't have to be up yet. Now, from me to you. As we wrap up this week's episode, think of a few things we've talked about this week. Try to get to know someone who might seem different than you. Try to really understand their background and their perspectives. Because you'll learn a lot about that person. And I feel you'll learn a lot about yourself too. That's one of the reasons I like to travel. I like to have conversations with people. I like to interview people for some of this media stuff I like to do. Because I always discover something about myself. And about my place in the world. Get to know someone. And understand that one of the most powerful things we can do for people is to give them a sense of dignity and a sense of humanity. To let them know they matter and they're seen and they're not forgotten. Go out and have an adventure this week. And understand that some adventures aren't planned. That adventures have obstacles and challenges. But it's our choice to frame things the way we want to frame them. We can decide something is a challenge or an adventure. Have a wonderful week. Love yourself, love each other, love the fight.